Don't get it twisted. This isn't your typical podcast. This is Typical Twist, your one-stop shop podcast for mind-tingling interviews with guests you won't want to miss. So sit back, buckle up, and get ready for a diverse range of topics and discussions with interesting and dynamic people from all walks of life. And now, your hosts, the men themselves, Josh Ludke and Tony Jalloy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Typical Twist. I am one of your hosts, Josh Ludke, and I am accompanied today with the other two co-hosts, Tony Jalloy and Chris Murren. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. How are you boys doing today? Good. How are you guys? I'm good. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Today was a good day. It was a good day, wasn't it? Definitely. It's a, It's amazing how good life is when you look at the glass half full. And it's amazing how bad, it's amazing how bad life is when you look at a half empty. (laughs) It truly is, Tony. I'm glad that you brought up that point. So, Chris, I have a question for you. On the last episode, you wanted me to include something in the description, such as, it all ends with Russia. And I have a question as to if that is literally or metaphorically. And... What do you have to say on that subject? I thought it was something that would make people think, and it was like the last thing we talked about. So, like, it all ends with Russia. You know, it just kind of was, like, fitting, I thought. Yeah. Because it was the end of the show. Here's the thing, though, Chris. I'm a pretty literal person, and if you know me well enough, like, my friends, my best, best friends, they know how to push my buttons from here to there because they know I just take life very serious. But in all reality, this could be the start of the end. And the start of the end was before time. Only God knows when the world's going to end. But this could be the true start or the kickstart or even go back to COVID. But the kickstart to the end of the world or the end of times as we know it. And I feel it in my heart that the earth and societies are going through huge changes right now. And I think that since the year 2000, or you can even go back to the 1990s when technology was introduced, we have advanced so much, technologically speaking, but humanity's IQs have gotten dumber, lower over time. And that's because of technology being so relevant in most people's lives. Of course, there's the rare few out there who leverage technology to be constantly learning, to be growing their skill sets, their networks, whatever it is, however they can leverage technology. Because trust me, technology can be used for so many good things. But unfortunately, we live in a consumer society that (laughs) likes to consume. And social media is one of the most instant forms of gratification on the market. And not only that, a lot of that instant gratification is free. Granted, they do have to pay for their phone and they do have to pay for their cellular plan or whatever it may be. But most of social media and the time that's spent on it is free. And what's so unfortunate is that time is your greatest asset Many people on this show have said it. Many people on other shows, 
has said that phrase too. But it just is perplexing to me how much time humans spend with technology wasting their lives away. And I made a post on my Instagram for the first time in a while yesterday. And I talked a little bit about how most of social media is ran by pride, lust, and comparison. And those are all traits that no one should be going for. And I'm really starting to realize that the older I get. And what I'm starting to realize is the fact that humans and the way that you impact them is through your actions and the way that you treat them. And nobody ever remembers you for what you drove or whatever it is, but they, they truly remember you for the way that you treated them and the way that you treat humans as a whole and the way that you treat life. And I believe in the ripple effect. And I believe that this kind of spirit isn't just for one person. This kind of energy isn't for just one person. Like this is for any person listening. Like you can totally become your best version of yourself, a loving person, and you can be humble and modest. And I believe those things are not mutually exclusive and you can be the greatest. I mean, right, Tony, there's many Christian people out there who are Buddhist, whatever it is, they're very successful in their lives. And Kyrie Irving, for example, Kyrie Irving is a very spiritual person. And Kyrie Irving is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But it just goes to show, too, that Kyrie Irving is able to stay in touch with his spiritual side while still being the best athlete. And you don't see Kyrie Irving out at the clubs all the time posting pictures with girls and hookers we used to back in the day he had not doing drugs but he did back in the day and he kind of had a little bit of a awakening awakening and he's he's grounded i think we've all went through a little bit of an awakening especially us three hosts here on the show yeah so Kyrie used to do that chris well not like there wasn't videos of him doing drugs on the internet but there was just pictures of him you know with women and and him at clubs and stuff like that you know just like the typical James Harden stuff at the club with strippers, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he realized that there's a lot more to life than just earthly things, and he started to devote his time towards God. And over the past couple years, the NBA tried to silence Kyrie Irving. They discriminated against him. They mocked him. They... Did yeah. so many horrific. Well, they made fun things. of his religion, and um, he was. Uh, I don't know what what religion um, is like. Ramadan like does that. I don't know. I can't. I don't. Is that Muslim? I, I'm not too educated on that. But uh, yeah, well, I'm not either. So don't worry. Like like we mentioned in the past, it doesn't matter how you come to faith. I believe that's how I feel. He believes in Allah. Yeah, and that that's not what matters. In like how you said how he followed God. That is who he considers God. Exactly. And I believe that's what Earth needs right now. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian or if you're a Buddhist. We need to come together for future generations. And we need to realize that our slight differences are very silly. And they just keep us divided much, much more as a species. Is that our premise we're going for this episode, Josh? I don't know. I didn't have a premise. <laughs> okay. I just showed up tonight, and this is probably one of our most raw podcasts ever. So, 
Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is Typical Twist. <laughs> what did you guys have in mind for tonight? You know, man, I uh, <laughs> I just kind of go with the flow, you know? Roll with the ocean. Yeah. I think Chris has been smoking again. <laughs> no, I, 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 I kind of want joking. to. I'm in the mood to, but uh, I've been oh, kind of staying away. I've been staying away from nicotine. But you still drink alcohol. Yes. Okay? Yes. Uh, not heavily here and there, but I've. You know, stayed away from nicotine and smoking for a good six days. Do you like alcohol or weed more? It depends. I don't have a, I don't have a preference. Um, a lot of either is gonna affect you negatively. Uh, I like to have a little bit of one or the other. Sometimes a little bit of both. <laughs> Moderation. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm getting at. I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Tony, I agree. You haven't said much. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm are, listening. Are we still are we still going down the route of the end of times? <laughs> what well, can Russia truly be the start of the end? Well, I mean, according to you, Trump's the Antichrist, right? So <laughs> that is something oh, that we talked about. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what we should go on. This I episode. mean, since since in our group chat, Josh wanted to like try to point out that Trump. Which, by the way, for the people listening, I don't believe this, but Josh likes to get off on tangent, so I just figured I'd call him out on it. Because Trump is the worst person Anyone in the world right now. Anyone that knows me knows I like to go on tangents. Trump is the worst person like in the world right now. Trade of me. I mean, the Antichrist totally would try to steer the B. I almost said BMW would totally try to steer the limousine, you know, into the crowd of people. In all seriousness, Trump. I mean, I firmly believe Trump is not the Antichrist. For one, he's too old. I mean, the guy's 70, almost 75 years old. So um, I don't think Trump's going to be around long enough for the whole chip processing being embedded in people's wrists. Um, I, I think that's still a ways away. I still think that that's at least 10 years away before that's even attempted. So, you know, like I said, Josh, before, you know, before, you know, I think 2035 is a golden number. So unless Trump's plan on living to be 110, 120 years old, I don't think he's the Antichrist at all. Um, <laughs> well, you, would the Antichrist ever die? Even the end is much sooner than we think, Tony. Well, is Josh, the Antichrist can, even human? I mean, I think according to the Bible, I think it will be. It'll be somebody. Now, I have thought about uh, you know different people over the years, and you know there is speculation about Elon Musk. I don't know for sure. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's Elon Musk. I think there's a much higher chance of it being Trump than Musk. How would you do Trump, that with the age Isn't thing? Elon Musk the guy that's because about to put chips in our brains? Because they've this. Trump is, a, Trump is a blood moon baby. Uh, listen here, guy. Okay, for the people listening, I almost said Trump. Yeah, Trump sent me a video. No, Josh sends a video in group chat showing Trump, you know, commenting that he's the chosen one. And, you know, it was so funny because Josh, in his context of messages, it was like, it was like a got you moment. And I was like, when you watch the video, which I had seen the video before, it, it literally got you moment. Trump, I was just sending you Trump a video, literally Tony. if the if you take it out if you take it with the context given he was basically being sarcastic with the reporters that's why he looked up in the air that's why he you know he said I guess I was the chosen one okay do you remember when Donald <laughs> Trump looked but up no he's the antichrist at, the antichrist is going to be a big joke like Trump you know he's going to be a mean tweeter Tony how many people do you know looked up at the sun the one day when Donald Trump was in office 
You remember when we had that special event in like 2017 and you had to wear certain glasses to go outside and look at the sun? The eclipse? Why was... You talking about the yes, eclipse? Why was, yeah. Yes. Why did Donald Trump go out there with no glasses on? <laughs> Josh, <laughs> because we're not he's having a fucking, this discussion. Because he's, we're he's not a, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of guy he is. He's like, fuck, I don't need glasses. He's like my guys, dad. My dad is, that's what my dad would do. My dad would go out there and stare right at the sun without glasses, I bet. Nope, there you go. That's just Chris's how he dad's is. dad's the Antichrist. <laughs> I am not saying that he, I'm never definite in anything. When it comes to predictions, here's the thing: the Antichrist is. is going to be around whenever the end of times happen. So Trump is 75 years old. So let's put it in like a form that everybody can comprehend easily. So if Trump is the Antichrist, and say you're right, we better start moving pretty damn fast toward the end of time because there's a lot of things that still have to transpire. I mean, this nation is still Think about 60 how many to 70 percent vaccine because Donald Trump said to, and they have what? side effects from it now. Where? What are you talking about? <laughs> Have you lost your because mind? I no, I Trump I'm never saying, Trump never told anybody to take the vaccine. The vaccine wasn't even in full production yet. That all was rolled out under Biden because Biden had tried to take credit for it. If you well, remember, Trump, right, Trump has always, been, he's always is, advocated Donald for Trump the vaccine. Is quoted positively. saying that I would convince people to take it. He would he would Trump, recommend. He would rec- like he did. He he he's always advocated for it, but he kind of had to. You know what I mean? And he wasn't always like, oh, we're gonna make it so you have to get it. No, he said, if you need it, get it. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. That's the that's the message he's always sent. I think Josh literally drank way too much last weekend, and I think that he just started coming up with these illusions in his head. Because Trump has never told anybody that you have to get the vaccine. Actually, Josh, I can show you an interview where Candace Owens— Did I ever Owens, say that they have to get the vaccine? What I said was convince people to get okay, the vaccine. Okay, convince people or tell them they should get it. Whatever, whichever way you want to put it, Josh, it's the same thing. If I'm going to try to convince you to get it or if I tell you you should get it, it's the same damn thing, okay? So, like— like that, like Candace Owens told him. The approach is different. Okay, Josh. So he told Candace okay. Owens. He told Candace Owens that he was perfectly okay with her not getting the vaccine. That sounds like he's pushing it really hard. I mean, that dag, damn him, damn him to hell. I mean, he oh, yeah. was really trying to force her to get that vaccine. <laughs> he's about he's about the choice, but he's always been pro vaccine. You know what I mean? He's always been for it. He was the one trying to create it. You know, like he was. He's always been the guy saying like. Get it? It works. But if you don't, you know, you yeah. don't have to. That, but Joe that Biden's been his stance. Americans aren't good people. What about the five million Americans that don't have the vaccine? Well, five million Americans just aren't good people. Yeah. Okay. And Biden. Trump would have never mandated it. Trump would have never mandated it for the military. He would have never mandated. He would have never tried. And of course, it was shot down in court. But he would have okay. never tried to and mandate this it for employees. Is huge red flag for me with oh, Donald gosh. Trump. <laughs> Michael Flynn. He's a senior advisor for Donald Trump, correct? Yes, that is correct. Well, he was, yeah. Okay. He is the same guy who runs QAnon. Or he's a big voice within QAnon. Yes. QAnon is bullshit. QAnon is a definitely bullshit. Would you guys not agree? I mean, it depends on how you look at it. I mean, here's my I don't thing. Know much about, Obviously, personally, I don't know much about it's, QAnon. It's called controlled opposition. Well, and I sent you guys a text about it this week. QAnon is a group 
that was created basically to spread really far-fetched conspiracy theories. I mean, that's, that's a proven fact. But here's the thing. What, what, tell me one thing that QAnon has done that has been damaging to our economy. I can tell you about another group that has looted and burned down cities for the past 18 months that has definitely done a whole hell of a lot of damage to our communities. But, I mean, tell me one thing that QAnon has really done other than— But these people are than, just as lunatic, like, lunatics— as a lot of people on the left, let's be honest. I'm not saying they're not lunatics, Josh. I just said that they are crazy people that are trying to spread really far-fetched conspiracy theories. But at the end of the day, it's America. You have the right to think however the hell you want to think. So like, my question is, is what has QAnon done that has been trying to force you to believe their way, that has been trying to force businesses into basically bankruptcy by burning them and looting them and stealing from them. Like, if you can show me one thing on paper that QAnon has done that has did anything other than spread misinformation, heaven forbid, and we've had a whole hell of a lot of that from our own media, let alone QAnon, I mean, then honestly, QAnon is the least of my worries right now. You're right, I mean, but Tony, one thing I'll say, I think that was their whole thing. That their whole like premise was like we're gonna do this in a way that appears to be like with good intent. We're gonna do peaceful protesting. We're gonna do this and that, which is the right way to do it. I'm not saying that's the wrong way to do it, but it's like the reason that so many people were able to get behind it. The reason so many people are pissed off about BLM is because they went and fucking burned down a bunch of buildings. But exactly, Q- exactly. Like, you know, QAnon didn't do that, and everyone's like, oh, well, they okay. didn't. You know, it's a very good point. Yeah, and QAnon, QAnon's founder, QAnon's founder didn't go buy a six million dollar mansion and then hire black people to guard right. it either. They were they were a little bit smarter and more collected. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, let me make myself clear too. I don't believe in ninety percent of the conspiracy theories that they do project. I mean, obviously, that their their conspiracies are right there on the same line as like Alex Jones almost. And I like yeah, Alex. there's definitely some truth within a lot of their conspiracies, though. Josh, 100%. what are you doing right now? You literally just threw hate at them. <laughs> No, I did not. That's how controlled opposition works, Tony. There's still some truth within the theories, but they're leading you down a path that's not correct. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I think there's controlled opposition in the United States of America. Well, of Watch people go is. say, I said that they were smarter than BLM, and people are going to be going saying, Chris is, a, is in QAnon. Chris loves QAnon. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I don't it. think any of us on here love QAnon. I mean, I think QAnon's crazy. I honestly, I don't like groups in, in general. I don't like the BLM group. I don't like KKK. I don't like Proud Boys. I think all that is all honestly to me a bunch of junk. It doesn't accomplish. Well, obviously, look at the results. I mean, tell me one thing that QAnon, BLM, the KKK, the Black Panthers, any of them have accomplished that is actually productive and made our society better. Zero. Zero. Most of them organizations have stole money from their people, meaning KKK stole money from the whites and the Black Panthers stole money from the blacks and BLM stole money from the blacks and Proud Boys stole money from the whites. And they accomplished not one damn thing as far as government issues. Not one day. Our world is in no better shape because of any one of them groups. If anything, all they did was cause a bunch of shit and they think they're big and bad because they travel in groups. And I'm talking about the whole thing, too, by the way. I'm not pointing one out over the other. They travel in groups. They try to intimidate people. And that's when most of us Americans should put our all-wheel drive cars down and drive and run their asses over. That's what we should honestly do because every one of them groups are out there to do nothing but cause bullshit. 
They have accomplished zero to do. And honestly, if you look at it, that's why you haven't seen none of them members being invited to Congress. And I think that's funny that nobody mentions that because BLM, tell me the last time they were, I think they were invited during the George Floyd riots and all that crazy shit. But I mean, as far as actually productive hearings, Candace Owens has been invited to more. Ben Shapiro has been invited to more. And I'm sure there's some on the left too. Obviously I'm conservative, so I follow the conservative movement more. But I'm just saying like KKK, no. I mean, there was ne- never in my in my time anyways, have we ever taken anything from the KKK and been like, oh, that's a great thing to do. Never in my time have we ever invited a Black Panther to set before Congress to give us advice on what to do with racial issues because they're extremists. All these groups are extremists to their own kind. Like, and that's what people don't understand. People don't understand that BLM, Black Panthers are extremists to their kind. KKK, Proud Boys are extremists to their kind. And you don't accomplish all anything. All it does is spread more hate. It does. More you don't accomplish anything. You don't, all, all, at the end of the day, all you end up with is a pile of shit. And how much is a pile of shit worth? It's worth nothing. That's why nobody wants nothing to do with them in DC because it solves nothing. And, you know, p- people are just too afraid to come out and say that. Obviously, if I was president, I would because I don't give a shit what they think about me. But at the end of the day, every one of them groups are bullshit to me. I mean, they, they have done nothing for our society. They are a worthless piece of shit groups that need to just be completely done away with because they have done nothing but cause division in our country. And honestly, that's why I wish Putin ran this country, because that's whenever I'm for martial law to come in and blow their asses away and get rid of the trash. That's hey, you need to take that shit back because once martial law actually hits in the USA, <laughs> I think we're going to be saying something different, Tony. Well, I mean, we may be saying something different, but I'll be saying something different in Sweden. <laughs> They'll implement martial law when they say aliens are attacking us. Well, of course. I mean, that's another That's whole probably when show. it will occur. And honestly, I, I say that too because— and guess who's going to be in office? Guess who's going to be in office? Oh, let me guess. You'll never Trump. guess it, boys. Donald Jay, yeah, guys, Trump. Trump will be in office. He'll be 140 years old, and he'll have aliens for secretaries. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. So this is being recorded on 6:30 of oh, 22. For the love of Pete. So what does my life came to? Mark it down. <laughs> I used to really make productive blogs, and now I've gone to this shit. <laughs> yeah, guys, go ahead and mark it down. We'll revisit this. I, honestly, you want to hear a funny prediction, Josh? I don't even think Trump. If Trump does run, I don't predict he'll win. And I actually am predicting right now that Trump probably will not even run for office. I think Trump would have already. Are you serious? I think Trump personally would have already announced it. Trump's not the kind to keep it in. I don't think he would have kept it in this long. I think Trump. He's going to do it. There's a second coming. It's like the second coming of Christ. You know what I mean? Wink, wink. Yeah. I get your wink, wink. Don't worry. But I mean, I'm just saying, Uh. like, I honestly, looking at the history of Trump, Trump is a bragger. And I really thought if I heard, if I would, if he would have came out, I figured he would announce it in January sometime that passed. And I thought without giving him three years, if we don't hear nothing by December or at least by January, which that's six months away, I get it. But if we don't hear nothing within the next six months, I can almost guarantee you. I mean, Ron DeSantis is already entertaining the idea. He's already talking about it. Why isn't Trump? I honestly think Trump is not because he thinks he'll lose because in Trump's mind, he'll never lose. But I think two reasons why one, I think that he knows that Elon Musk is going to back DeSantis 
because Elon Musk came out two weeks ago and said he would back Ron DeSantis. Elon Musk has way more money than Trump could ever raise, trust me. So Elon Musk is just as crazy and just as psychotic as Trump. I mean, I think inwardly, he don't show it outwardly, but he, I think inwardly he is. So I think he'll throw some major money at DeSantis and... I think DeSantis will be the pick of the year. I think he'll be the pick of the year in 2024. I think DeSantis is going to run, and I think he's going to win, honestly. Not a chance. But Donald Trump will be the next president of the United States of America. And that may be true, but I'm just saying my prediction. Plain and simple, because here's the thing. <laughs> Donald Trump running again and winning again is going to make Democrats vindicating themselves. And it's going to make Democrats be mad in the streets so why do you think that he has to run in order to be uh, run for president in order to make democrats mad i mean have you ever thought maybe he's looking for a house speaker spot and the reason i say this too is i think melania has a lot to do with it so i follow a lot of what melania says in interviews and i follow a lot of like what she does and her actions and i honestly i don't alluded to speaker She's not alluded to speaker, but she's definitely alluded to the point that she really doesn't want to be back in the White House. And at the end of the day, guys, you know, your wife has a lot to say behind closed doors. And it was very stressful for her. You got to think she's not from this country originally. That was a lot of spotlight on her, even though she's used to a lot of spotlight, but not that kind of spotlight. But, you know, she had a lot of spotlight on her. Well, especially with Donald's mouth. Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, I... I'll be very surprised. I think Trump would have already announced it by now. I think Trump would have already got. And I also think, too, that there's a lot of his picks that aren't winning. I mean, not all of them. He has picked some and backed some of the candidates that have won some of these races. But there has been, obviously, a lot more that has not. So I think he knows that his flame is still there. Obviously, anybody who runs for president for the Republican ticket is going to need Donald Trump's backing. Because Donald Trump does still have a good chunk of the Republican Party under his belt with the MAGA movement. But who is every Republican going to, or who is every Republican alluding to endorsing them? Donald Trump. Well, exactly. Donald that's Trump why I think he's the next president. That's not I'm just because sure every Republican thinks that, don't mean they're going to pick him. Like, do you, you don't do, think that most of politics are a little bit scripted, Tony? Let's be honest. No. Actually, if you look back on history, I mean— So you think this shit's real? What do you mean? Whenever you say real, you mean like the whole process like, of making it to the White House? Yeah. yeah. I think somewhat real. For example, even in 2016 when Bernie should have been the candidate for the Democrats, but they selected Hillary. That's what I'm saying, though. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, if you have, like, if DeSantis is backed by Elon Musk, Trump is going to fail. Trust me. Elon Musk, the name that he's creating for himself within the movie, especially if he goes through with his Twitter buy, I mean, you have to think, like, Elon, now DeSantis by himself, no, he would not be able to beat Trump. But a lot of Republicans, I mean, a lot of Republicans, have converted to the Elon Musk way of thinking. I mean, a lot. I mean, Elon Musk has grown tremendously in the Republican Party over the last six to eight months. I mean, probably more so than Trump has actually in the six to eight months. I mean, so, I mean, I've seen a lot of people on the inside ask Elon Musk, like, if he's going to run. I think they deep down wanting to run. 
but I don't think that's going to happen. Musk is extremely busy, way busier than Trump ever was. So I don't think he has the time, nor does he have the patience to run for office. And he's younger. I mean, you got to remember, Elon Musk isn't much older than I am. I'm 41. I think Elon Musk is 45. He's still got a lot of life left. So Elon Musk. I don't Musk, think he yeah. could if he wanted to. Like, I, mean, I guess for speaking is like a maybe if he could or whatever. But I mean, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, because he wasn't like, born here. He wasn't born here. Yeah. So he couldn't run. Right. But he's going to fund Ron DeSantis, and you got you got a good point there. I believe that if Ron DeSantis and Trump went at it together and, like, went against each other and Elon was funding Ron, I mean, that's like an infinite money hole, <laughs> you oh, know? Oh, yeah, 100%. So I, it'll be hard. It'd be hard for Trump to go over Ron if Elon is funding him. Now, if Elon would withdraw his support of DeSantis, then... Trump would probably would probably change my my prediction, but once I seen that, like that's a lot of not only wealth power and money power behind you, but that's a lot of publicity because Elon Musk has a way better name and his name is just as known as Trump's name. And I, before I would have never said that. Before I've said before even on this show, you know that Trump has the best name in politics. Well, that's because no other famous billionaire really put their neck out there. Elon Musk has done that in the last six to eight months. So guess what? Now my prediction has to change because it isn't just Trump by himself anymore. You have one of the most well-known figures of our time saying that he is now on the Republican Party and he's going to back Ron DeSantis. And this guy happens to be worth, what, 30, 40, 50 times more worth than what Donald Trump's worth. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a huge I mean, you have to I mean, it's just like stocks and crypto. I mean, when something gets thrown into the mix like that, you have to change your projections and your predictions because that's what it's all built off of is hype. I mean, if you you have to have hype to win and that was the biggest win for Ron DeSantis. I mean, people keep saying, oh, well, you know, with these January 6th committees, uh, committee hearings, they're all commercials basically for Ron DeSantis. Trump could have overcame that crap. Trump overcomes that crap all the time. I wasn't too worried about the January 6th committee. But I will say that Elon Musk coming out and backing DeSantis and not saying really anything about Trump. And I'm not saying he's going to do away with Trump. Trump's still going to put up a fight. Don't get me wrong if he does run. But it's going to be a hell of a lot harder right now because the money just got really tight for Trump. I mean, because he may be getting all them donations, but Elon Musk could write one check tomorrow to Ron DeSantis and completely do away with every one of them donations Trump's got. So, I mean, and when you got somebody like that in your corner, I mean, only the sky's the limit. So, you know, DeSantis by himself, yeah, DeSantis by himself would not, not stand a chance against Trump. DeSantis with Musk in his corner... Oh, yeah. He's back in the game big time. Okay. Fair enough. Do you remember our episode about a year ago on this? Josh, I don't remember our episode last week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, Tony and I created an episode on our 2024 presidential candidates and who we'd like to see on the ballot. And this was before Tony and I really started to get to know each other and become friends. But This is when Josh hated Trump. I think... (laughs) <laughs> did i hate trump back then i think you did i think you i, I mean i've always liked trump but i i think i've always had a little th- thing out for trump yeah i think really? you thought even back then that he was like some kind of evil person and of course we're going down that road again now with the whole antichrist talk but that's okay and josh will be over it in about a week guys it's okay he does these things <laughs> well 
<laughs> you don't gotta call me out like that, man. <laughs> this ain't your typical twist. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. So, who would your prediction be for an Antichrist if you had to choose one right now today, boys? Tradu. Really? Yes. Chris? Ask the question again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> who do I want? Chris is like, I've spoken. What's up, guys? Tony Jaloy. Who do I want to be the Antichrist? Who do I want on the ballot? <laughs> oh my gosh. Bro, this just ask you. I'm sorry. This, this it slipped my mind. Twist. obviously hasn't been here for a while. It slipped my mind, all right? Just ask you. Chris is who do you smoking think and watching the movie. The Antichrist might be right now if they are currently walking on Earth. Justin Trudeau. <laughs> okay. Are you saying that because Tony said it, or do you. No, like I have actually, I, I genuinely agree. With Tony on that statement, I think that if the Antichrist is currently out there and in power, I think it's Justin Trudeau, and I think he, he is. He was born on twelve twenty-five. Really, same day we celebrate Christmas. Interesting. It is interesting. <laughs> we're, we're, is getting interesting. Kinda, we're getting kind of. We're now getting. Now we kinda, might have to go on a tangent about Trudeau being the Antichrist. How about that, listeners? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I don't have any other guesses on who else it could be, to be honest with you. Okay. Trudeau would be my Donald only Trump. guess. I just don't, I don't think it fits. Well, well I mean, you remember in February, in February, even Elon Musk, once again, my boy Elon, compared Justin to Adolf Hitler, which I, if you really, go, oh yeah, if you go to YouTube or any, I would not, yeah, YouTube, I almost said Google, but I guess Google and YouTube is the same company almost. But yeah, if you go there, I'm sure you can get the video on it. But yeah, Elon Musk actually came out and compared <laughs> Justin Trudeau to, to Adolf Hitler. So yeah, I mean, and though his actions during the whole COVID thing really sparked my interest in him as far as, hmm, this is, and then of course now, you know, his whole take on guns and his enforcement and his, I mean, yeah, Justin is, uh, I don't know. I, he, he just rubs me the wrong way. I don't, I don't care much for him. Well, Trudeau might be the antichrist shit. The antichrist might even be Tony or Chris. Oh yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm going to solve be... all the world's problems. <laughs> you go for it, Chris. No, so I mean that's what I, that's what the antichrist is going to be. The antichrist is going to be a person that appears to solve the world's problems and he's going to be the, the person aliens show up. When the aliens show up, huh? I think that that's a good possibility of when it will be introduced or when You mean the fake aliens? Yeah. The fake aliens. The hologram. You would not believe the amount of conversations I have with people to this day about that. There are so many people in America that truly believe aliens exist. And I'm like, you know, that that's the truth a, is in plain sight. That's a good a that's lie. a good illustration right there of how you can get somebody to believe something that they've never seen any proof of, but yet these dumb masses will run around and they'll say that there is no there is no evidence of God. And I, whenever I bring that up to these people who are so pro-alien, they're like, well, yeah, but I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, but now, in other words, I just put your ass in the corner for timeout because, you know, oh, you're going to say. All the UFO videos I see. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, you're going to come here and you're going to start debating me on alien life, which we've not seen. Bob Lazar said so on the Joe Rogan (laughs) podcast. What, that there is alien life? Yeah. Yeah, well, he's wrong. I would say, if space is what they say it is, it would be almost impossible for there not to be life in space. But I'd say the religion argument and the argument that God exists has more validity than aliens in my eyes and in my mind. Well, I mean, you got to think the 100%. first UFO, the first UFO was supposedly sighted in the early 1900s. That was when the first UFO was sighted. So apparently the rest of us before that, and when I say the rest of us, I don't mean me specifically because I wasn't around, but the rest of human, the human race before the 1900s obviously was blind because there was never any UFO sightings. And come to think of it, when's the last time we've ever seen a real alien at the Smithsonian, like the real skeleton remains, skeletal remains of an alien? Like, I don't think we've ever seen one, Josh. Oh, that's right, because there hasn't been any. Have you guys ever seen the movie Cowboys and Aliens? (laughs) I have. I actually actually watched that a long time ago. I don't remember the storyline or anything, I'm not going to lie, but it's an old movie, correct? Yes. I was a little kid the first time I saw it. I think I've only seen it once, but... Wow, that's a good movie. Maybe that's how this whole show will go down. I really do think Alien Life was created. Um, I, I honestly think the first couple of maybe uh, like mentions of Alien Life or UFO sightings probably was real. I mean, I've, I, here's my take on Alien Life for what it's worth. I feel like two avenues happened. I feel like one, people really did see something that was not of this world at that time. People say and, they saw Bigfoot, dude. Well, no, no. Just hear me out, though. I, I think that that could be a possibility and that our government could have been working on something that's top secret. Because if you look at today's technology, as far as our aircraft technology and stuff like that, it is pretty remarkable what we've accomplished. So if that is the if that's how this whole thing panned out and the government just created this alien life scenario to cover up their secret missions, that's one thing. But... I personally believe that the first couple of sightings wasn't really government induced. I think that it was more people did see something. It wasn't alien life. I think that uh, if they it's either domestic or foreign exactly military aircraft and it's anti-gravity aircraft. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Because, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I know people may say I'm crazy, but that's okay. I mean, they're the ones who believe that little spaceships fly around and zip all around the sky and then go back to Mars real quick. Hey, but Josh Ludke thinks there's a chance Trump's the Antichrist, so. Yeah, well, you're right there with all the We're rest all... of these nutcases. But I'm just saying, like. Um... I'll go touch grass after this episode's <laughs> over. Don't worry. You need to go smoke it, not touch it. You need to go smoke it. <laughs> something to freaking calm me down darn it but you know in all seriousness i do think at the end of the day i think that the first couple of people even maybe even in today's world people may see things that are you know different and maybe the government uses to cover up i don't know but the first couple of sightings which i think mount rainier which is a huge forest or a huge state park in washington state i think was the first sighting ever for alien aircraft if you want to call it that or ufo um and I forget the guy's name who first seen it. It was the first sighting apparently on record. But I do because think about it. That is the exact same state where so much has happened over the years that people can't explain. I mean, even like rain-like substance, like gel has fell from the sky there. There is a huge naval base. So guess what, guys? What does the Navy Have do? Have you heard about they that fly? story? What's that? What's that? With the people in Washington? 
and how they were seeing mysterious cr- clouds up in the sky and they got this mysterious rain and everyone in the community got super sick. I sent you that and video. People even died. Oh, you were the one who showed yeah, me. Yeah, I okay. sent you that video. <laughs> you need you do need to go smoke some grass after this episode. <laughs> me and Josh had a whole conversation on that, guys, just for the record. That's been like four or five months ago though, so that's outside of his memory. That was way longer than four to five months ago. Oh, I'm so sorry, Josh. Okay, six to eight months ago. But anyways. Um nine to twelve. <laughs> Chris, beat his ass the next time you see him. Will you do that for me, please? I'll give you, oh, I'll, yeah, give you Chris, ass, I'll give you a thousand dollars. I'll give you a thousand dollars if you do. A thousand. But you have to send pictures, Chris. Josh is scared now. Josh is like, oh no, money's coming in. No, but um, he'll send it in gift cards. Don't worry. No, you will. I thought that's you, what you will. Do. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way Josh does it guys. If he ever owes you money, heaven forbid if somebody ever loans Josh like millions of dollars, like to help him with his campaign. Cause they'll be getting gift cards for 200 bucks every five months. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I really do believe Mount Rainier has a lot of mystery behind it and there is a huge, hey, there's perks base. having credit cards. Oh my gosh. We're still going to talk about that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think Chris, right, go back to I the think Chris is over there like smoked up. I think Chris is totally living it high. He's doing better than all of us. I probably, I probably yeah, Chris, will when how, we get off the air. Chris, how is this episode from a high experience? I'm not high yet, <laughs> but he oh, wants okay. to I'm be. Not gonna lie. To I'm be. not going to lie. I, I was like looking at my phone for like a two minute period. And then also on top of that, you would cut it like you were cutting out. And I was like, damn, I don't even know what he just asked me. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> it was funny, though. It was funny. Well, sometimes when you guys are talking, I'll like pull up my phone to like go and see if I can find any relevant information on stuff we're talking about. So like I try, I try, you know, but like usually there's not. So I got to turn it off and not look at it because it can get distracting. But. Well, in Chris's defense, too, guys, I mean, it probably doesn't help whenever the host of the call goes and parks in a damn cornfield to, you know, record the episode. So, uh. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is not your typical twist, folks. <laughs> but finishing up on that real quick. Finishing up on that. Yes, finishing up on that real quick because I know that we're getting close to time. Is Mount Rainier is a huge state park. That was where the first sighting of UF the ufos was supposedly cited and you can look that up too but there's been a lot of strange activity in washington state especially on that coastal side and there is a huge like i said i've said it three times now i think four times there is a huge naval base there not sure if it was there in the 1900s it probably wasn't because i don't think the navy was established until later um but i mean the thing the thing i'm getting to josh is it's awfully funny that one of the largest naval bases is stationed there and guess what? That's exactly where the first UFO sighting was at. So, you know, and that's what the, that's, you got to remember the Navy was before the Air Force. So the Air Force wasn't around for sure then. So I know that. Um, so you do have to ask yourself, what did they see? Did they see something the government was working on? There's been a lot of weird things that has happened in Washington state over the years. Um, especially, like I said, on that coastal side where the Naval base is situated. So, it does make me wonder. It just makes me wonder a lot. And obviously, guess what, guys? The first COVID, it was also Washington State. So it makes you wonder there, too. Don't you? And I still find that very weird that the first case of COVID, and if you go back and look, I'm not lying, 
The very first case of COVID was in a nursing home in, in Washington. So out of all these ports that we got, I mean, Florida's busier. JFK is definitely busier as far as airports. Out of all of these incoming planes from other countries flying people in, the first COVID case was Washington State. Not California, not New York, not Texas, not Florida. Well, Washington we're State. So I, I've always said there, that boys. there's something weird going on in Washington, but I, right, you know, maybe I'm just crazy. Twist. That one was a really raw episode. The next one will be much more prepared. No, it won't. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will catch you later. Adios, amigos. Later, guys. See you guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. For more cool content like this, follow at Typical Twist on Twitter and Instagram and visit typicaltwist.com. You won't regret it. See you next time on Typical Twist. <laughs>